0: He's a well-respected high school football scout, known for his unpopular opinion and brash commentary. The coach, Keith Miller. They bring you the Transparent Truth, the world's number one source for high school football recruiting news and interviews. The Transparent tr- 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 Truth. Ha <laughs> ha! Welcome, welcome. You're now listening to the Transparent Truth. issue, your boy, Coach Keith. Not in the intercom. We got the coronavirus. It's everywhere. Intercom says don't come into studio So I'm recording live from the house on a Tuesday I know you're hearing this on a Wednesday But I'm here though, Cerritos, California Happy to be bringing this show to you guys Listen, I know everybody's in the house First thing you should be doing on Wednesday morning Coronavirus is out You can't go to work, can't go to school Turn on the Transparent Truth It's your boy Coach Keith going tap into some recruiting Guys got some offers, big commitment here on the West Coast In the Pac-12 Talk a little sleeper of the week out of the LA City section again. You know me. I like to show them City Boys some love. No private school, City Boy Love. Got a big time interview. My man shoes Brinkley. The new impact transfer from the East Coast, Northeast High School in Pennsylvania, Philadelphia, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, down to modern day. Maybe the number one high school football program in the nation. They get an impact transfer. My guy Shoes Brinkley. Got a big time interview uh, here coming up here shortly, but let's get to some recruiting right now. The Transparent
1: Truth Recruiting Report.
0: Our recruiting, we got some offers fresh off the press. How about my, my guy Maximus Gibbs out of St. John Bosco? Got a big SEC offer from Arkansas. Big Max uh, climbing up that 20, maybe 25 offer list Doing a great job, big man Is ready to go for a senior season It's going to be an impact player at the next level Jalen Henderson, quarterback, Chaminade Got a big Air Force offer And how about this, got a Bucknell offer Really, really speaks to his um, Productivity And his capacity In the classroom, congratulations to Jalen My man Shoes Brinkley, as we have him on the interview For today, and Relique Brown And Anthony Beavers all FAU offers, Florida Atlantic. Not sure how many guys are going to Florida Atlantic, but they got the offer. Congratulations. What about Whittier running back? Jonathan Arsenal, a kid I really like. New Mexico and Nevada offers. Congratulations, Jonathan. How about wide receiver, Charter Oak High School, damir Abdullah, Fresno State and New Mexico? Congratulations to Demir. How about Xavier Staples? Long Beach Millican High School gets, gets a big San Diego State offers Congratulations to him we Got one big time commitment here on the West Coast Pac-12 commitment out of Arizona um, Ty Thompson, quarterback Ty Thompson I uh, Got a chance to go over this kid's film And um, I, I saw a little bit of Dak Prescott In his game I like him, he's a big physical kid He's got a strong arm Can push the ball down the field Outside the hash marks He's got the athletic ability Inside and outside the pocket Can shrug guys off Can 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 run around people uh, Can run over people in the quarterback run game But I really love his touch uh, in the pocket Puts the ball over the top He's got tr- great trajectory on his ball uh, He's got, again, a big, long, strong delivery uh, He's got a live arm Ball comes out, you know, hot out of his hand, and I man, he puts the ball on point. He'd got terrific ball placement. Really like Big Ty Thompson for Oregon. He's a, he's a big, physical, tough quarterback. I think Crystal Ball's program is built in that same mold, and Coach Joe Moorhead. He loves the quarterback run game. He loves a physical presence of the quarterback position. He loves to get the quarterback on the move. And Ty Thompson, he, he excels in that part of quarterback play. He's in and outside the pocket. He can throw on the run. He can set up quick and throw. I love his ability inside the pocket. I love his ability to run downhill with his physicality and his strength and his size. I mean, this kid's all of, you know, 6'3, you know, 6'4, 230 pounds. He's a big physical kid, and I just think it's a great fit for the Oregon program. He's built out of the Oregon mode, you know, tough, physical. And a guy that can just, you know, is superly talented, that can make plays. And that's what the Oregon program has turned into in terms of recruiting Ty Thompson, an elite quarterback in and outside the pocket with a live arm, with very good mobility, uh, with terrific ball placement and unbelievable touch to the second and third level. I love him for Coach Crystal Ball in the Oregon program. Mario Cristobal, head coach of Oregon, doing a fantastic job recruiting, not only here in Southern California, but outside of, you know, the main states that they recruit, Coming, going into Arizona, getting a guy, Tyler Shaw, a couple years ago from Utah. Uh, Cristobal and staff there at Oregon doing a fantastic job, and they hit gold, strike gold with Ty Thompson, the big-time quarterback out of Arizona, moving along here. want to get to my sleeper of the week. It's time for our Sit and Sleep Sleeper of the Week. Really want to thank our guy, Larry Miller. He's allowing us to showcase unknown prospects that need to be brought to the spotlight. Larry's all about family and community, and his support is helping to change the lives of young players across the country. Each week, young men are getting scholarship offers after being featured on this show. So thank you, Larry. When we have business and a man that is really interested in the community, we need to show our support right back at him. Sit and Sleep is the only place that offers advanced sleep technology.
1: Greg? Body Diagnostics. That's five-star stuff. This is high-quality stuff. Lay down on a mattress and within seconds, thousands of sensors can help you find the absolute right mattress for you.
0: Wow, within seconds? Seconds. Man, that's awesome. Sit and sleep. They'll beat anyone's advertised price or your mattress is free! free. Appreciate you, Larry Miller. Thank you, Larry. All right, Sleeper of the Week this week. Comes out of the city section. Again, love to show these guys city section love, man. You know, how much love do they get? They're never really on TV. Fox Sports doesn't even know they exist. Their championship games got moved out of uh, the Coliseum. It's like, you know, people, people don't even know that they're around. But I want to shout out a running back, El Camino Real High School, KJ Lattimore. Six feet, 170. A kid can make you miss. He's got a little speed to run away from third level. Love his ability to catch the ball out the backfield. He's a willing blocker. Um, I think he needs to gain one more step in the offseason. Hopefully, he's running track, continue to add weight to that frame and become a little bit more physical when he finishes his run. But I like K.J. Lattimore as a sleeper running back. He's got a chance to have a big year. If, he, if, if I was coaching him, that 170 he Turned into 190 Real quick And we'd add A step of speed So instead of being A 4'6 a guy He'd be a 4'4'5 guy He'd be about 190 And now you're talking About a four star recruit So KJ If you're listening uh, El Camino Real coaches If you're listening Stick some peanut butter And jelly eating you know, twice a day before he goes to sleep. Let's, let's put on 10, 15, 20 pounds. Let's add a step of speed in the offseason, and he should be ready to go. K.J. Lattimore, El Camino Real High School. I think this kid's a sleeper, he's got a chance to be really good at the next level. Congratulations. You're my sleeper of the week. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time uh, for the highlight of the show. I want to bring in uh, my guest for today's show. And a kid that I've known for a little while. We'll tell you a little bit about that in the interview. But a fantastic young man and a brand new transfer into modern day high school. My man, Mr. Shoes Brinkley.
2: All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to welcome in a, a new friend to the show. A big time listener, but he's now on the West Coast for a little bit of time. I want to bring in my guy, Shoes Brinkley. Shoes, was good. what's good?
1: Sup, Coach Keith? How you doing?
2: doing all right, man. So glad to get you on the show, man. I know you're a big supporter of Transparent Truth, and uh, now that you've made the trip to the West Coast, it's kind to get you on the show, man. We're going to take you back all the way to, you know, when you first started playing the game. We'll talk a little recruiting. We're going to talk about next-level college. We'll talk about your transfer to maybe the number one high school football program in the country, and uh, and everything in between. Does that sound good?
1: Yes, course, that sounds great.
2: All right, man, so let's go ahead and get started. Let me remind you, when you're on this show, you always give your transparent truth. But here we go. Let's take it back, Shoes. And then before we get to talking about your youth days and your pop Warner days, you know, the, I think the question that's on everybody's mind out there, Shoes,
1: how did you get the name Shoes? Um, I got the name Shoes, well, I've had it for as long as I can remember. And, the, um, and the best explanation I can give for it is as a kid, uh... When, when, I, when I went around the, the first time when I started playing football, a kid asked me, why do they call you Shoes? Because you run so fast. And ever since then, I just was sticking with that as why they call me Shoes. But I've been calling that <laughs> my whole life.
2: Uh, okay, that works. Well, you know, a, a lot of people have been asking, is his real name Shoes? Why do they call him Shoes? I said, yeah, you know what? I don't know. I just know him as Shoes. So, uh, but that that's good to clear up. And it's a, it's a great name for you. And I think it fits. Definitely think it it's fit. So let's take it back to those youth days, man. And, and and tell me when you first fell in love with the game of football.
1: Uh, I've I loved the game for as long as I can remember. My mom tells me stories of me at one years old. Um, barely can talk watching the entire Eagles game. So this love for the game runs deep. It's just, I've had it my whole life. Running around it, the house, tackling kind of myself, man, like, every position. Yep. So, yep. so you just had like kind of a national to the game. And I think
2: you play that way, with kind of a natural flair and a instinct for the game. So let's talk a little bit about your days growing up in Philadelphia and playing youth football. What position did you play? Were you, were you always the best player on the team?
1: Um, what was that like for you? Um, I've always played on some pretty good teams. You know, we all, we've always had a lot of guys. Uh, I've always been a, a, yeah, ran that top best player on the team. Um, I've played a, 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 in a of different positions. My first ever year playing football, <laughs> I played center, cause nobody else could like we were so young nobody else knew how to even snap the ball. So, so then um, I went from there. I went to I went to playing running back. I even played D line. I was the best youth D lineman you ever see. Honestly, I was in the backfield every play, smallest kid on the field. And then um, as you know, we got into the preteen years or eleven, twelve, ten, eleven, twelve. You know, I transitioned to well. Well what I play now, running back, receiver, D B, all that. So well, you know, I
2: have offensive linemen in my in my my siblings and they always talk about the appreciation you get when you play off the line, uh, from when you play a skill position, right? You appreciate the off the line a whole lot more when you get a chance to play it. What 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 was that experience like for you, your first time playing football?
1: Um I was so young, Coach, I was, just, I was just happy to be on the field, having pads on, running around, hitting people. Uh, but definitely, definitely, I feel like that's when playing O-line and D-line, that's when, that's what brought like the dog mentality out of me. You know what I mean? That I still play with to this day.
2: Definitely makes sense. Let's move along. Let's talk a little bit about kind of middle school. Right, middle school. You start developing your speed, your athleticism, your coordination. Um, the first time in middle school, you kind of really showed out and you really
1: felt yourself with the ball it was in your hands. What was that experience like? Um, that's around the time when I realized, hey, man, like you're like you're di- you're a little bit different from everybody else. I feel like it was in middle school. You know, um, I remember I had a game. I played for a middle school play for a middle school in Philly. Um my first game of the season, I had about two hundred yards and two touchdowns. So that's when I realized, oh yeah, like this thing's getting a little you know, it's getting a little bit different.
2: No question about it. So you move on, did you go to Northeast High School? Let's talk about your experience at Northeast. Now, you know, for those of you who don't know, your know, shoes is from the Philadelphia area, Northeast High School, and let's talk about your experience there from your, your freshman and I guess your sophomore year. Let's talk about your experience
1: there. Northeast is a great place, it's full of great people. Um, you know, it's an inner city school. You know, it's rare to find an inner city school with coaches that that try to do as much for their players as they're able to do, and what they do for us. You know, they, they prepare us. They prepare us uh, mentally, physically. You know, we start start lifting in January, protein, everything. It's, it's really ran as a program, and that's rare for uh, um, an <clears throat> excuse me an inner city school to be ran that way. And okay, it really it and the you guys of example yep. of African American men.
2: Absolutely. Those guys did a great job. And, you know, I think that's when I met you uh, in your sophomore year. For those of you who don't know, I was out in Canton, Ohio, the Pro Football Hall of Fame Academy, which I helped to run. And, and, and I was out there with some of the top 50 players in the nation, <laughs> and, including in that group was, was, was Kayvon Thibodeau and, and Kyle Ford and guys like that. And we saw Shoes, frankly, on football field. Shoes, why don't you take the audience through
1: or our listeners through what transpired on that field that night? Uh, yeah, it was the first night of camp, you know. I'm, I'm a nobody out there with all them four or five-star guys and seniors, some big names, you know, 30,000 followers on Instagram. I'm a nobody, so... But I always had that dog. So, um, you know, Kayvon Thibodeau, number one player in the country, he's out there. You know, he's a, a DN outside linebacker. You know, he's out there, you know, talking of a big game, you know, um, covering some cats, saying, yo, give me the best slot right now. So me, you know, out there, Micah Pittman's out there. is a bunch of big name guys. I said, you know what? No, that's me. I go out there and I'm the first person to go against him. And, uh, yeah, I got him. Hit him with a, um, a post corner. Yeah, I I went one way, he went the other way. You know, it was a fun experience. Uh, I was thrown with uh, two of two of his brother, little brother, throwing me the ball. It's a great experience. Yeah, no question about it. You hit him with the with the UTEP two step, had him stumbling a little yeah. bit. It was a great move
2: when I was made a play. And- and you know that experience right there i think is what puts you on the map in my eyes right that's when i noticed you and i think when i noticed you i think the world begins to take notice and uh but your your recruitment had not taken off yet uh tell me about when you got your first offer because i know you really wanted one because we talked about it but when you got your first offer who was it from and what did that feel like
1: um you know my first offer it came in January, of my sophomore year. I'd actually missed a lot of games my sophomore year due to injury, so I, you know, I wasn't, I didn't, I felt like I, uh, I missed out on a lot of opportunities that year. But you know, January, and I was actually sick the day I got my first offer. Um, Morgan State University, HBCU came in the northeast, and uh, well, they said, yeah, we're shoes that we'd like to offer them a scholarship. And um, unfortunately, I was sick, so I wasn't in school that day. But that was the, yeah, uh, I got my first offer. Hey, what did that feel like? Because I know that
2: first offer, is, it's always elusive, right? Most guys, they they either never get it or, you know, they get it, you know, time down the road as time has passed. What did it feel like to get that first offer?
1: Yeah, my first offer was, like, one of the best days of my life. You know, it felt like all my work, you know, was really paying off, you know. I, was, I felt like, hey, I'm getting noticed out here. I'm doing something right. It, I honestly couldn't stop smiling the entire day, you know everybody was happy for me it was just a great feeling you know and it's rare coming from you know my city for people to have have a reason to smile you know be proud of something and i felt like i wasn't just representing myself I was, I was representing the whole city it felt great
2: no question about it now fast forward to your junior year you had a big junior year at northeast your highlights are going crazy all over a huddle Talk to us about your junior year, some of the stats that you put up, what was
1: your biggest game? What was your, some of your biggest memories from your junior season? Oh man, the junior year, you know, my past season, who you knows a great year. You know, I went first team All State, Pennsylvania as an athlete. I played in the rare positions, running back slot, free safety, corner, you know, um, strong safety, everything. You know, I had five interceptions, you know, around a thousand all purpose yards. Eight touchdowns, you know, just a great—it was a great experience. uh You know, I say one of my best experiences of junior year was the first game of the season. You know, um, we were out playing a team that we were—we were, we were just—we were just, you know, some dumb mistakes. A team that we were better than, but we needed a reason. You know, we we had to pick it up. So we were down, um, about I think seven to twenty-one. They're driving down the field, about to score again. Seven to twenty, actually. They're driving down the field, about to score again. The, okay, so the, uh, they run a rollout play. I played it earlier in the game. I, I recognized it, and I jumped the route. I jumped the out route on the sideline. Got two feet in, and, you know, we took off from there. It's a great game. Did you guys come back and, uh, and win? Oh, yeah, yeah. We, we, turned it, we turned it all the way around. It ended up being a blowout. It was just you a know, great that, feeling that to talent. put my team on my back.
2: Yep. Yep. No doubt about it. So, a great junior season. You know, five interceptions, thousand yards, and uh, a plethora of highlights later. So, going, you know, after ab- once the season ended, how many offers did you have on the table once the season ended?
1: I'm just saying, at the end of the uh, at the end of the season, end of the football season. Yes, i at the end of the football season. You know, I only had two offers.
2: I had okay, Morgan
1: State was one, and uh, UMass is the other one. I got that April, my uh, my sophomore year. Okay, so Oregon State and Man. So uh,
2: you came out to Orlando To the Pro Football Hall of Fame Academy World Bowl National Combine Tell me why you came out And then let's talk about um, your experience there
1: Um, You know, I came out because I've always had You know, just an itch for competing An itch for playing against the best And showing why I'm the best amongst that group uh, So I knew it was going to be some, some big-name guys Some great players I came down with my teammate Elijah Judy, you know, we went down there, you know, we did the thing. I felt like it was a great experience to play with some great, against some great competition. Uh, I actually had went, I was actually one of the only players, to, I think I was the only player to go both ways. I played, uh, I was in the running back group, going to get some linebackers, you know, dominated the competition there. And then, and I feel like I had an even better performance defensively uh, at defensive back, didn't allow single catch against some of, um, some of the best players in the Southeast, California, Hawaii, up north, everywhere—it was just a great experience.
2: No question about it. You showed up and showed out. You earned MVP of the entire national combine, and I think that that helped propel your recruitment. As yeah, right definitely. now, you're one of the yeah, you're you're one of the you know top players in terms of recruitment going on. I mean, you got offers coming in left and right. Tell us some of your yeah. big offers since the national combine. Um, it had
1: happened. I'm um, since the national combine. Well, since since uh, after the season, I've gotten twelve off. Twelve more offers. I'm at. I'm at 14 right now. I just got FAU earlier today. You know, I got FAU, Coastal Carolina, um, Central Michigan, Cincinnati. I've got yeah. I got almost the whole MAC. You know, I'm working on now. I came out here and I'm working on this Pac-12. I've I've not been getting a lot of Pac-12 love lately.
2: Yeah, no question about it. So, want some Pac-12 love, maybe some Big Ten love. I'm sure. Um, so, like I said, one of the hottest prospects now on the West Coast, Shu Franklin. There's no question about it. Your recruitment is taking off. Beautiful performance down in Orlando at the National Combine, but you made a big decision shortly thereafter. Tell us, or tell the listeners, about the big decision that you made and why you made it.
1: Uh, modern day, you know, my number one program in the nation. You know, we are uh, trying to go get another natty this year, but I made the I made the decision, you know, to prepare for college. You know, play against the best competition. You know, show out against the best competition. I'm not I'm not going to be another body. But um, this is a great opportunity for me to showcase my talent on the highest level against the best best players. I'm not taking no action, as they might say.
2: Yeah, I think it's true to who you are as a person who you are as a competitor, you made a decision that aligned with that. And now that you're out in California, you're at Modern Day, you know, where first of all, how is the transition being for you showing up at Modern Day? And where do you see yourself fitting in at? Because it's a little bit crowded at Modern Day, especially
1: in the backfield with Relique Brown and Marcy G S. Yeah, Relique, that's my guy. You know, um you no, know, we all gonna compete. No, but uh, I'm 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 playing. I should play uh, free safety, you know, slot, running back. You know, um, everybody competing. Everybody going to get there. And everybody going to eat. You know, enough for everybody to go around. I'm not. I'm not so much worried about uh, how how all that's going to play out. You know, we're all great players, and we're going to be great together.
2: Sounds sounds like a guy with a plan. And what has the transition been like coming from Philly now to the West Coast, which is two definitely. Uh, different places what has that oh, yeah. transition been like from northeast to modern day I'm talking about the culture I'm talking about the players the coaches the program uh, the females because I, I know how much the females <laughs> like shoes you see the idea there? I know how much the females like shoes but what has the transition been like for you
1: um I'll tell you one thing Philadelphia and California South, uh, South California two completely different worlds um well, first of all, you know, this is this is a hotbed, so you know, football is taken a lot more seriously down here than it is in uh, in California. I mean, in in Philadelphia, excuse me. you know, uh, it's it's just it's been it's been a little bit weird trying to adapt right now because of you know all this coronavirus stuff going around, and so uh, we're we're actually out of school right now. But I got down Friday, you know, I loved it, I love it, so I can't I can't wait to get back get back to school in April.
2: Yeah, there's no question about it. I, mean, I think it's going to be a great fit for you. Now, there, there's the, what I like to call the Avengers. That's the modern-day side. You've got the Thanos side, which is their old rival, St. John Bosco. What do you think about that? What do you know about that rivalry?
1: And, and, and where do you see yourself coming into play uh, when they match up? Um, You know, the whole everybody knows about that rivalry, especially a player like me that, 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 that's in tune with what's going on football-wide. You know, uh, one of the greatest rivalries in high, in high school football. So, uh, you know, I've seen it on YouTube, Netflix, you know, millions of views. You know, everybody knows about it, but I feel like, you know, we're going to do what we got to do, you know. We're going to do what we got to do. We're going to handle business. Um, it's going to be a great game, great experience playing in that game for all the fans. I've never played anything like it. So, you know, I'm, I can't, I really cannot wait. I can't wait. Yeah,
2: there's no question. It's a creme de la creme. Speaking of the creme de la creme, modern day is loaded for the 2020 season. We talked about yet, yeah, we talked about League in the backfield. They got a new quarterback, Emmett Brown, transferred in from San Diego, who I think is a really good player. Uh, they've got receivers galore, Kyron Hudson Ware, uh, Christian Dixon. They've got a you know a physical offensive line led by George Mikey, who's a star. Defensively, They're loaded. Demonte the Jackson, Jalen Davies. You know about those guys, Rayshan Davis, the five-star linebacker. What are your thoughts about playing with such great talent and adding to the level of competition there at hey
1: Hey, uh, that's what I came here for. I came to play with the best and play against the best. Um, playing with these guys um, are going to do nothing but propel me to a higher level. You know, competitive, competitive-wise, talent-wise, work ethic-wise, everything just going to improve playing playing with better players. So I, I really can't wait. Get out there, you know, and get going in the summertime. And um, yeah, just playing with these guys, you know, is going to take me to the next level. And I feel like I can help, and you know, I can um, help us get back to that uh, national championship. Okay,
2: let's talk a little bit about the next level. You got 14 offers right now. For the coaches who listen to this show, and there's a lot of college coaches that listen to Trust and Truth, because they want to go to sleep the week every week. But for the coaches that listen to this show and beyond, if if there were, you know, let's say three dream schools, three dream schools that you'd love to hear from and get an offer from. Or how many how many schools? Let's say five. Let's say five. You had a wish list of five schools that man, that's a dream offer. Who would those five schools be?
1: Um, I would say USC, Alabama, Oregon, um, two more. I'm trying to see two more. Uh, Ohio State, and uh, last one, last one, um, and Oklahoma. Okay. SC, Alabama. Wait, wait, Alabama, in LSU, in LSU. And LSU in Georgia. Okay.
2: Okay. LSU, Georgia, Bama, the SEC, SC, Oregon, and the Pac-12, Oklahoma. Okay. That's, that's a good list. That's a real good list. Well, we'll, 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 we'll get those guys to give you, a, give you a buzz. There's no question about it. Um, of course. In college, we know right now in high school, you play a Byron position. We've seen you in the backfield. We've seen you, in the slide, we've seen you out wide. At safety, at
1: corner, or in the nickel, where you want to play at the next level? You no, know, I've gotten the rare offers to play different things. I have got stuff at like running back, free safety, corner, uh, slot receiver. So you know, I'm just taking everything in. You know, um, I still haven't really made a final decision as to what I want to play. You know, I bring a different. I bring a different um, aspect of the game to each position. As a running back, you know, speed, uh, catching the ball out of the backfield um move, making moves on guys and defensively you know I feel like defensively I bring it all um ball skills I hit um covering everything so I I really don't know as to what what uh where I'll end up at co- collegially but I'm definitely um taking in every opportunity there's no doubt about it uh, I, for me personally, uh, as a top scout
2: evaluator in the country, I think you're best suited uh, on the perimeter. I wouldn't put you in the backfield. I don't. I wouldn't put you in pre safety. I like you on either side of the ball in the slot or covering the slot. I think those two places. I think that's what your skill set demands. I think that's what elevate that can elevate you um, to the next level, maybe even the next next level. The slot corners are making. You know, nine, eight million dollars yeah. in the NFL, and slot receivers are making just as much, if not more, so um, that's where I see you at the next level, but let's move on from there let's talk a little bit about um, what you're gonna do now that the coronavirus has hit everybody's kind of confined to their homes what are you doing right now to pre- to prepare yourself for when you get back to modern day, when this whole epidemic or pandemic
1: has passed? Well, I've been working out. Um, coronavirus, and new no virus. I'm working out every day. Um, I just finished getting some throws and running the route tree uh, out here, uh, South California. Um, I, I I went running earlier, conditioning. So I'm not letting this stop stop my grind at all. Probably hit the weight room later today, maybe tomorrow. So coronavirus, no virus. I'm, I'm treating it like it's a regular regular um regular day. Just some time off to prepare. That's all. Regular day now you you're out here modern day. What do you
2: have to say to those people that I don't want to say that you left behind that you departed from back in Philly and at northeast high School because they they're probably going to be listening to this at some point in time. What do you want to tell those coaches, those former teammates, those former teachers administrators all those people who helped and assisted you to get you get you to where you are? what do you want to tell those folks back home if anything
1: um I love them to death, man. Yeah, uh, you know, Coach Clark, Coach Dion, Coach Gormley, Coach Nah Muhammad, uh, Coach Troy Gore, um, Coach Fett, my team, all my teammates, Ms. Mecca, my assistant principal. I love everybody, and I feel like this is just the best decision for me. You know, I'm going I'm to make sure I represent, Murphy, rep- represent my city the right way. There's no question about it. We'll choose. I appreciate you for jumping on the show.
2: I'm sure we're going to bring you back here shortly. We're excited about you being at Modern Day. We know you're going to put up some serious highlights and put on a show for the local fans in Southern California. And uh, we look forward to watching you Friday night, man, doing it big and helping Modern Day get back to the elite level for 2020.
1: Thank you, Coach. Thank you for having me. It was fun doing this.
2: No doubt. Let's do it again, Shoes. Ladies and gentlemen, Shoes Brinkley, Modern Day High School athlete here on The Transparent Truth.
0: All right, we appreciate Shoes, or I appreciate Shoes for coming on the show. Again, I've known Shoes for a little while, and uh, I was pleasantly surprised when I first met him. Uh, He's a dynamic player, but he's a dynamic person as well. Terrific personality, very bright, loves the game, and uh, just is is a supreme and confident competitor. That's one thing I love about him, never afraid to step in uh, to to the... shark infested waters of competition and he steps in not only head first but full body and uh, he's ready to compete in modern day he's gonna be a difference maker you can bet your bottom dollar i appreciate shoes for joining the show and that's gonna do it here for the transparent truth uh thank you for joining me on today's show tap in for friday got another big time guest another four-star player it's your boy coach Key. without further ado there's a new sheriff in town and his name's reggie hammond y'all be cool